Luther Pleasant was in trouble. A lot of it. Would his secret life be exposed? Would people find out that he wasn't exactly who he portrayed himself to be? He was sitting at an unstained wooden desk in his study hall classroom, working on his commencement speech, but he couldn't concentrate because he kept wondering how his current situation would play out. He was running out of time, and he knew it. Speech writing was usually something he excelled at, but now every sentence was weak and awkward. He should have had the speech done weeks ago when he learned that he would be valedictorian. He felt so hopeless, so unprepared for the honor, even though he had earned it. He sighed, rubbed his forehead, and then ran his hand down his face in an attempt to wipe away the images that flooded his mind. He looked at his hand. It was shaking so much that he had to put the pen down. Then he opened and closed his fist, as if he was trying to restore circulation. He had overcome so much over the last four and a half years, being a survivor of sexual abuse when he was just twelve years old. The abuse didn't end until the day he turned thirteen. Everyone in his neighborhood rallied around him, watched over him, protected him from predators that lurked everywhere. Savannah Perry, his best friend, who he had known since they were about six years old, had always been there for him, no matter what. Her mother and father were more protective than anyone except his own parents. In fact, it was Savannah's mother, Phoenix Perry, and her best friend, Kelly McPherson, both of them FBI agents, who arrested Mrs. Tobias, his molester. The last thing he wanted was to disappoint anybody, but he especially didn't want to disappoint the Perry family. They had taken him in and treated him like he was a much-loved blood relative. It was all on the verge of coming out, and when it did, everything he had worked so hard to achieve would be gone with one mighty gust of wind. Scared of the shame he would bring on himself and his parents, if his dirty little secret were ever made public, he had lost his appetite and was losing weight. The strain of lying to everyone who trusted him, people who had assailed him as a role model, was making the final few weeks of his senior year unbearable. What really scared him was the thought of losing his relationship with Savannah forever. He had a lot to look forward to. Not only was he the valedictorian, he had won numerous academic awards, offered an untold number of scholarships to prestigious colleges and universities. His parents were so proud of him because he would be the first in his family to go to college. In a little over a month, he would be graduating from Scott High School and entering West Point Military Academy in the fall, even though he was only 16. He would be turning 17 in November, which was the Academy's minimum age requirement. Senator Tricia Harris, who nominated him, had called in a favor to get him an age waiver because she thought he was the strongest candidate to ever request her assistance. She sent him an official letter telling him she was coming to Scott to be the keynote speaker because she, too, 
was very proud of his long list of accomplishments. What was she going to say when she found out the truth? Would she withdraw her support? He wrote a few more lines, read them several times, and then drew a line through them. He shook his head nervously and looked at his cell phone. He was waiting on the phone call that would either set his mind at ease or send a chill down his spine.